The following thoughts and opinions we're going to discuss regarding this album are strictly of our own personal interests. We are not professional music reviewers. We encourage respectful discussion and friendly banter in each episode, but we do not condone and will not tolerate bullying or belligerence. You are welcome to take what we say regarding the albums we rate with a grain of salt. Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Rate the Record podcast, episode 63. Yeah. Wee, yippee. I don't know. Uh, rhyming stuff. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I got absolutely nothing except for, yeah, hey, 63. We're very mentally empty. So your hosts who are physically oh here, God. but not mentally, are Chris and Savannah. You're very enthusiastic about that one. Yeah, very much so. I, f- I don't want people to think I'm sad. Oh, I no, mean, I 62 episodes know. later, going into episode 63. But anyways, you know what doesn't make her sad? Joining us for the podcast today. So, hey, welcome back to Rake the Record. Or, I mean, just welcome all together to the Rake the Record podcast. Glad that you're here. Glad to have people listening and watching us because, I mean, that's kind of the point of us doing this kind of thing. So if you do like what you see in here today, make sure you hit like, subscribe, rate, comment, share, follow. All of those things really do help build the musical community that we are always trying to build. I mean, I don't think we've ever stopped and... At this point, I don't know if we can stop. I don't think we're we're legally obligated to continue at this point. Well, yeah, like we've built three walls of the house. We we're we're working on the fourth. Help us work on the fourth wall. And then eventually a roof, probably a second floor, maybe a shed. Okay. Yeah, maybe a bathroom. Who knows? Barbecue pit. <laughs> right where the bathroom is, just put the barbecue pit. Who cares? <laughs> Ew. Ew, the imagery. <laughs> I, I don't know what we're cooking in there. Something smells good and bad at the same time. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Nowhere. If you want to support the show, you can do that by doing all of those things, especially talking about like toilets and barbecues <laughs> and everything like that. Support the show. And if you really like toilets and barbecue talk, by all means, you can support the show financially at ko-fi.com slash rate the record. You can join the RTR club five bucks a month or do your own optional donation. We've had our, our first last week. Oh my God. We actually had one. It was fantastic. Thank you very much. And we're always looking for more, but again, it is optional, but check it out. It is there. Go check out our social medias at rate the record podcast, all the streaming links, video, audio, social media, Kofi, album request links, which are also down in the description below, and that we're giving away an album, all found at ratetherecord.ca. All the links are found in this one little tiny hub called ratetherecord.ca. So are, are we going to put the uh, the Kofi supporters' names somewhere on the screen? I was supposed to do that last week and forgot. <laughs> but you said it, so I figured if you don't say yeah, it now, then should. just... Have it on there. We, we shouted them out. I mean, uh, I'm, well, the thing is, I, I thought about this because I, I said that we would put your name in like a little thing at the end of the episode and everything like that, or at least for the yeah. video viewers to see. Um, it's going to look weird with just one name on it right now. Yeah, but like that's number one. Like you get gold medal if no one else is in the race. Hey, we spent plenty of time talking about them last week. So that's that's going to be something special, I suppose. Thanks, Nick. We appreciate it. Absolutely. And uh, if you are indeed listening to this one, thank you very much. Yes. Um, but more, I don't want to say more importantly, but more importantly, if you want free music, for example, we are giving away albums now. We've been doing this uh, only for this month so far. We're still giving it away. And at the point of recording this, releasing this episode, we're almost at the end of the January giveaway, but there's still time to enter to win Radiohead's OK Computer. That is the album that we're doing this month. February's coming up. That's going to be a whole new month. So if you want Radiohead, you still have time to enter. So go ahead. Check 
check out the link in the description below or at retrorecord.ca. It is there. Enter and good luck if you do. There are a number of entrants so far, and if you want to be be one of them, and I don't know, you can't really stack the odds in your favor. But hey, good luck anyways, right? I think by the time by the time you see this, there will be one week left. There you go. There's plenty of time. Unless you're watching this in like April 2025. I mean, hello, future. That's it. That's it. Why are you watching this far in the future? (laughs) Go do something else. Like we have better shows. We have better shows that we filmed in 2025. You don't need to watch this. Yeah, like episode 126 when I finally kill Savannah live on stream for shit talking one of the albums I like. Uh, Yeah, as if, as if. You got the top 10. I'm going to shit talk, but they're still going to end up in the top 10. I mean, that, that that's what's been happening so far. Right. But anyways, we're just kind of going on and just babbling, whatever. You know that we do, if you, especially if you've been here before. So if you have been here before, you're used to this. Welcome back. We are glad to have you here and, you know, just hanging out as per usual, all this nonsense and eventually music reviews in there somewhere. But if you're <laughs> new, that's exactly what you have to expect. Bunch of babble and a music review in there somewhere. So hello, welcome to the show. We hope you enjoy your stay, have a lot of fun, be a part of the community, because we always like seeing new faces and eyeballs and ears in the crowd. No bodies, though, just heads, eyes, and ears. That's it. Yes, please and thank you. So that means you don't know what we do here on the podcast. So each week, Savannah and I, we will choose an album. Be completely at random. We choose whatever the hell we want. Just go ahead and review it, and good luck to that. (laughs) Or we actually do, like, album anniversaries and stuff like that, special occasions. So you're celebrating an anniversary, 20th, 30th, 40th anniversary for an album. We will listen to it. We've done that before. We'll do it again. And, of course, requests. We got plenty of requests, and I will say we have one coming up next week. So, yes, send requests. Regardless, we do whatever album we want. We'll listen to it front to back. We'll rank the songs, and then we rate, rate the, the record. record. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know if you're going to do it along with me, so I just kind of push along at a normal speed now. Good. I can't slow Good. down and wait for you anymore. Oh, that's that's fine. That's fine. I'll just jump in where my energy levels um, allow. And today, uh, far too much energy. Uh, good, good to know because I was about to call you an old fucking tortoise. But speaking well, I mean, of, you be- wouldn't be wrong. Uh, well, at least I'm getting better at knowing you then psychologically. <laughs> but speaking Scary. of Savannah, the old fucking tortoise, she actually chose today's album because I chose last week's. That was the tea party. This week, oh, Savannah for episode sideways. sixty-three has chosen Wilco and their nineteen ninety-five album yeah. AM. I was trying to remember the year off the top of my head. Uh, but well, also, obviously, right. if I'm having a problem remembering the year of the, the album, that means I'm not fit to talk about it. But Savannah, on the other hand, is. So tell us a little bit about it. Damn right I am. So shut up. <laughs> Suppose I will. I have a beer to drink. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't supposed to make me laugh as much as it did. I okay. appreciate that it did. <laughs> Formed in 1994 and based in Chicago, Illinois, Wilco was born out of the band Uncle Tupelo after the departure of guitarist and vocalist Jay Farrar in 1993-1994 due to incompatibility with co-guitarist and co-vocalist Jeff Tweedy. Farrar went on to create the band Sun Volt, while Tweedy retained most, if not all, members of Uncle Tupelo to begin Wilco. Wilco has had quite a few band member changes over the years with Tweedy and bassist John Stirrett or Sturat. Not 100% sure how to say and that. You say you're sorry. a fan. Yeah, I'm sorry if I butchered it, butchered it. Um, being the only constant members. 
But that story comes after the release of their debut album, AM, released on Sire Records on March 28th, 1995, and produced by, oh, it's produced by Brian Paulson and Wilco, the band themselves. Box Full of Letters is the only single, and the entire record was seen as a commercial flop, and the band themselves have even called it a failure. It was, You're welcome for choosing this one. It was their last attempt at a solely country album and had only sold 150,000 copies in almost a decade. So by 2005, that was all they sold. Despite that... Pitchfork gave it a 7 out of 10. Rolling Stone and All Music gave it a 3.5 stars. Ooh, they which, didn't like it. Which, to be honest, is the same score. 7 out of 10, 3.5. AM nice. hit twenty-seven, number 27 on the Billboard Top Heat Seekers chart, and that was it. Wow, you chose a winner. <laughs> I mean, we try to find good things to say about these albums, but then you're just like, nobody liked it. The band hated it. And it only had one single no one cared for. Okay. So in one of one of these song, uh, I guess my song notes, I do say that I complain that you're constantly getting like good reviews on your albums or whatever. And I just play albums. I want to know what your opinion is. And they just happen to not be the opinions that I want. Now, to be so. fair, I'm not choosing an album because they have good reviews. Because I, I also like the albums I choose and just want an excuse to listen to them again. They just so happen to be fucking awesome. What can I say? Uh, nothing more, please. <laughs> I, I will say this though before like before we actually get into the review of the album and everything like that like yeah I I know I'm joking all the time and like I'm always like yeah I have the top 10 I have all the eight tier like it's not that I ever go into this purposely shitting on albums that you choose or anything of the sort because like I, I want the scores to be honest I really do yeah. and I mean I always try to go in with a clear mind and I, I go in with like honest open mind to try to like Get the best out of everything I can. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's worked out in the favor, sometimes not. And we're going to find out how it works out with Wilco today. I will say that I didn't really know what to expect going into it because I, I think I told you off camera and also to the Kofi crowd for exclusive content mm -hmm. that um, I believe this to be like an 80s band, like an 80s rock band. But then you're like, oh, no, they're like 90s and they're like country rock, indie yeah. rock type thing. So, uh, yeah, it was a mixed bag going into this one. I was like, what the hell am I going to think of this? And so... <laughs> Well, you should just be thankful I didn't pick a Yoko Ono album, so. Well, let's not pretend that we're not like two or three months away from another album that I'm just so excited uh, about. Okay, so yeah, if anyone's wondering, the album I've referenced in season three, if you've been around this long, uh, that we're we're going to be doing an album that Savannah chose soon. That's just, I'm not looking forward to it. Today's not that, obviously, but it's yeah. it's coming in a couple months. It's not that bad. I mean, I've listened to half of it. And it's you and fine, I have different musical tastes. <laughs> I know. I know. You're a bottle of wine. I am a box. Okay, like, so, it's still okay, so wine. you're too fucking much is what you are. I mean, again, not wrong. <laughs> See, I'm getting this psychological thing down to a T at this point. Alrighty then, if you really want to know what I think of the album, I guess we'll start talking about it now. Yes. So here we go with AM by Wilco, song number one. I must be high. God, I must be yes. high thinking that I was going to enjoy this album. Ha <laughs> ha, funny. No, I'm kidding. You don't even know what I think of the album yet. And you're going first for every single one. Everyone? That's not fair. You already got me to do that. 
That was your yeah. birthday. That was a special request for your birthday. God damn it. All right. I will go, go first, first this, this time, but right. I mean, still. All right. All right. So I must be high. First song was three minutes long. There's not a lot of long songs in this album, like in the no. standard long. I think the longest was like just over four minutes. Yeah. So that's that's uh that's that made it a fairly easy listen, I guess. Because if this was like an album full of five minute songs, I don't know how I'd feel. Mm-hmm. Some of them feel a lot shorter than they are, and they're already pretty short to begin with. Hell, even the four minute song didn't feel so long. It's pointed, right. did, but we'll we'll get there when we get there. Fuck. Yes, yes. Guys, I'll go this one first. Uh, my very first note, I'll read verbatim. What in the yeehaw indie country rock hell have you gotten me into? <laughs> ah, my earphone fell out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where's your headphones, professional? Um, I have them. I also wanted to uh, do my hair all nice. And I didn't want to look bald, so I'm sick of wearing the huge ear earphones. Oh, because it like pushes your hairline back, right? Like yeah, big egg shape. Yeah, that's all it is, egghead. And my good headphones are over there because apparently one of the wires is exposed, and I need electrical tape. Oh, I'm so oh, sad. Those are really good headphones, and now that's like they're getting to the end of their life cycle. Ooh. All right, but yeah, uh, what in the yeehaw country ass hell? <laughs> that, like this, this was me getting into this album for the first time and realizing, oh my god, this really is kind of a, a country rock thing. And yeah. I, I will say, like, I do like certain country slash rock albums, not like straight country, but like country rock. I guess like Hootie and the Blowfish is like the best thing to come to mind when I come up with that idea so i went into this giving it a chance i mean I, I do that with every album but this one i didn't think like oh god i'm gonna hate this yeah good um but yeah i will say though this particular track though was a uh, pretty generic and not really anything in this one stood out to me mm-hmm. uh and some of the lyrics were kind of like a little cringy to me so like i, I don't know like this the, it was it wasn't a great start but i will say it does get better from here <laughs> okay good uh, but just, I wasn't particularly hot on this song. I will say that, that the production is nice and full. I like it. Same with the, that's a blanket statement for the entire album. I think mm-hmm. they did a good job of just like really filling up the sound space. How many members are in this band again? Oh, geez. I know now there are more, but I think for this album, there had to be five. I was going to say, like, did they have like session musicians or anything? Because like, there's like a lot of instrumentation on this album. So I'm just kind of curious to know who's doing what. You don't actually have to tell me it's okay. (laughs) No, I'm going to, I'm going to look it up. That's fine. I'll read my last note then. Uh, Like the only thing that really stood out to me came sound wise. And it was like the sound of this like big fat punchy snare uh, that appears a little bit on this album. Not in every track though, but I do like the sound of it. Kind of gives it like an older, old school kind of feel. I do like that. And I like it here too. So. Um, yes, it seems that uh, someone playing the pedal steel guitar, uh, whatever a dobro is. Type of drum or percussion. Uh, small stoned guitar. Small stoned guitar. Yeah. I must hand be high cl- thinking that's a real thing. Hand claps, crowd noise, and glass cheers. So, uh, nice sounds. But it lists for eight people. So, Jesus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then, what do you think? Oh, I think so. I do like that the lead guitar is kind of behind everything. And that is a blanket statement for the whole album. It's not like in your face. And I find I, I do make note of this coming up, but I fear I'll say it now. It kind of feels like it has like a, a bluesy influence where you kind of have 
that sort of call and answer between the vocals and the lead guitar, where they're not really playing at the same time, they're alternating, which I appreciate and like, because for me, it's easier for me to kind of pay attention to one or the other than sort of both layered on top of each other. So I like that. Um, I do find that this song itself doesn't really have too much excitement. It doesn't go off on a tangent that bring itself back. It just kind of plays safe and stays almost the same the whole time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this one being an album starter. Like I'm already not big on the song, but I mean, like this, this is supposed to grab your attention in the beginning. And I, one of my first notes was this didn't grab my attention. Mm-hmm. I can barely tell you anything about the song except for like, I must be high something, something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, I must be high to say goodbye. With me or something. Yep. Uh, great lyrics. <laughs> yep. I, I don't really have many notes, I guess, for a lot of these songs. Um, I, I think just for me, you'll say the title and I'm like, oh, I can play it in my head. I don't really have to write it down. Um, but regardless, uh, the bass line supporting the lead guitar, I found very nice. I'm glad that I could hear it enough because it is quite obvious in some of our past reviews that I don't hear the bass enough unless it is rumbling my organs. Yeah. So I don't know if that's just me or if my preference, but I found that this song sounded really rehearsed and re- like a really rehearsed and really tight house band playing originals. Cause I can imagine them playing all of these in like a bar, but like a really dingy yet kind of dive cool bar. This is the kind of band that if I heard playing at a pub or something like that, it's the kind of band where I'd be talking to my friend with a beer and wishing that the band would be quieter. So you could hear <laughs> your friend. <laughs> I don't, I wanna, I don't right. want to yell at him. He's sitting right there. I mean. Yeah. I, I get that. I've been in that situation. It's like this band is good, but if you could just slow it down for like two seconds, it'd be great. Yeah, I just I gotta finish this like last bit of this conversation here. That's all. Can you just I don't know. Yeah. Go for a I piss break that. real quick. <laughs> Alrighty then, we'll move on. Song number two, the casino or not the casino queen, just casino queen. Okay, so you saying that I must be high shouldn't have opened the record. I think this song should have opened the record. I think it has more of a punch to it um throughout the whole album. Oh yeah. And I think just the way that the song starts it just seems like that's what you should hear first so even if they just swapped i think it would have been better um as it goes on i think i like i think oh okay never mind that was silly um the song is full of energy um i just put a auxiliary note that the more i listen to this song the more i think that it should have opened the record but anyways the way i write my notes is uh whacked Uh, The song is full of energy. Uh, I really like the extra vocals going into the chorus. Uh, It gives me the feeling that they're all around a roulette table drunkenly singing. Something along the lines of that, especially because he mentions like blackjack at one point too and everything like that. They're in a casino, I think. Yeah, this song was definitely livelier. Like I can imagine being drunk at a casino and just like everyone's like got <laughs> arms on the shoulder and swaying back right? and forth yes. and sing with their buddies. And you exactly. don't know any of these people though, but they're <laughs> your best friends in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, there, there's uh, not that particular feeling, but I get that kind of like feeling of camaraderie in a few songs on this album, which mm-hmm. I'll I think for at least one of them I bring it up. So I'll bring it up when that shows up. But no, yeah, I, I agree with that. I can definitely see that. Um, I also don't have a lot of. Notes for like this album in general. I think 
even when my notes seem like there's like four or five of them, they're pretty shortly written, so there's like not a lot to read. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, if this is supposed to feel country and they get the country rock vibe, then I guess the fiddle fits right in, which I, I don't know why it took me by surprise considering how the album opened, but when I heard the fiddle, it's like, oh, okay, I guess this is that kind of album now. Was it good or bad, though? Uh, it's not bad, though. I mean, like, it, it fits. It's like, I feel like it's supposed to be there. Yes. So I can deal yes. with it. Like, it, it's just, it's just kind of caught me. It's like, this is what a casino would sound like in a barn. So, I mean, like, I <laughs> I can get behind that party, I suppose. Uh-huh, um, yeah. I noticed that there was like these dual octave vocals, like that were a nice touch throughout the verses too, kind of layered the sound a little more. So that was nice to hear again, just kind of added to the liveliness of the sound and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the chorus sounds fun and it has like a lot of feel good energy, just kind of pushing the track along and everything like that. So a lot of positives there. I got to say one negative and this one kind of bothered me a little bit, although I didn't dox any score for it. It's just kind of heads up. It came in the lyrics and like, it's one of those things where like, I can hear lyrics, I can hear bad lyrics all the time and just be like, uh, whatever. Blah, blah. And yep. this, this one literally made me roll my eyes in my head. I was uh, the oh, first God. time I listened to this album, like in the past week, I was at a coffee shop. Cause sometimes I like to go to the co- coffee shop, just out of the way of things, just listen to it without reviewing, just kind of put yeah. it on whatever. And I, that's what I did. Staring out a window, drinking my coffee, and then I hear, well, I got it written down. The dealer keeps on joking as, he's ta- as he takes away my last token. Yes. There's something so bad about that line to me that it actually made me like, my focus came back into my brain. Like I, I was dissociating, staring out a window, and like everything came back. I was like, no way, I got to listen to that again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't a fan. And the only thought in my head was like, Wilco, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> oh my god! Well, this is their first and last um, country album as Wilco. So I mean, I can imagine in your eyes that the disco- the discography uh, it's more rock pop ish, um, but definitely tinges of country. But only if you like sprinkled some country on it rather than mixed it in. Oh god, we're doing another food analogy. That's really all I know. I I am a foodie. Um, yeah, uh, the fiddle pleases me. Like you mentioned, it pleases me in ways that pirate core just won't and doesn't, because that's really all I've heard the fiddle in recently, and it's irritating. Um, but I find like I think that this song is what the entire city of Branson, Missouri would sound like. Have you been to Branson, Missouri? No, but I know that they I know that they gamble there and I can't say Atlantic City because I feel like New Jersey is beyond country music. So like Missouri. (laughs) Yeah, right. So I just assume Branson, Missouri, it's like or maybe Reno, Nevada. I'm not 100 percent sure. One of those like gambling cities that just isn't cool. It's one of those. Is there a gambling city in Tennessee anywhere? I have absolutely no idea. It's definitely not Nashville or Memphis. Tell you that much. I don't know much about my U.S. geography at all, so I can't tell you what's what except that the uh, fucking White House is on like what the, the the East Coast. That's about it. That's all I know. Poor poor soul. Um, but yeah, that's really all I know. I and, thought uh, St. Louis was next yeah. to California. Okay, that's how bad my fucking U.S. geography is. My yeah, know, it's not life knowledge. I don't need to know this yeah. shit. I don't know why I know that, but a I car, do. plane, or bus will take me there. I don't care where it is. Fair. That's like me in sports. Uh, yeah, I guess for the most part, especially that we've argued over football before. Yeah, I don't understand it. What the hell is it down? 
sounds offensive. I'm down for not talking about that anymore because it's just going to get me angry. Yes. Box full of letters. Next song. I'll talk about a box full of letters. Song number three. Yes. Uh, we are moving on now. Um, I actually do like the lower tone of the singer's voice in this track. Because, mm-hmm. like, the other ones, they, they weren't exactly high, but they were higher, I guess. Yeah. Something with the low tone. I, I, I kind of like... I just like the tone of it and how it feels in another songs too. It feels like a lot more fragile in the voice. Like you can kind of hear his voice breaking a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's very suitable to this type of sound. So I really like that. Good. Um, I, I little, little history on this song for me, at least uh, this was the first Wilco song that I have ever, or that I ever heard and was the only music video I've ever seen Beavis and Butthead actually praise and that's how I heard of Wilco. The video or the song? Uh, the, when You know, when Beavis and Butthead, they watch the music videos. Yeah, and they yeah, yeah. Talk to them. yeah. So I had never heard of Wilco, never heard this song or anything. But I was watching Beavis and Butthead. They put on the music video and I was like, oh, I like this. And that's how it started. But, but it was the only one that they didn't shit talk. In that episode? In th- yeah. Okay, um, that's still weird, though. This seems like a song where they'd be like, this sucks. Yeah. So the whole the whole premise or idea or whatever is they're they're sitting there. They turn it on. And uh, I think Butthead asks Beavis to go make him pancakes. So Beavis is in the kitchen making pancakes and keeps yelling back like, where's the spatula and blah, blah, blah. And Beavis or Butthead keeps yelling back. Shut up. I like this song. <laughs> like, and he's, so when weird. it comes on, he's yeah, right. He's like, oh, this is pretty cool. So yeah, like they like this song, and that's, that's I started listening so to this album. Character. Yeah, right. Jesus. Yeah, but I heard it and I was like, oh, this is right up my alley. So this song in particular, uh, unfortunately, I do wish that the rest of the album was just carbon copies of this song because this <laughs> is that the way most, I can have to hear it. Right? No. Yeah. <laughs> you agreed. I was like, oh yeah. Wait, hold on. What did he say? Um. This is the, uh, like, spoiler, most rock pop song on the album. It doesn't have a lot of country in it. Um, I really like it. And it immediately got my attention. And it's no wonder why it was the only single. But I am surprised it didn't do better than it did. Well, Which wasn't good at all. And also probably because it was associated with the rest of this album. And not to shit talk the album, but this came out just as grunge was it was still technically a thing Mm -hmm. like Cobain's already dead like a year at this point but the idea is like grunge still had like touches going on like hence like you know Bush and everything was still there Soundgarden Pearl Jam was all still there so I mean like a country rock style album I could not see surviving in that climate which obviously according to you it didn't yeah yeah not at all but I liked it still. No, yeah, that's that's great. I mean, you're, you're still gonna find things that you like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like this track could have been a little more, in my opinion, though. Like, it, I feel like this lacked like a good hook, and like any sort of flavor aside from what we were initially given. Mm-hmm. So I, I think if it was just like finely tuned, it could have been something a little more and like a lot more standout to me at the very least. Uh, not a bad song though. I will say that much. It is slightly generic sounding to me though um it was still a little fun and danceable like it definitely had that going for it but just again nothing that i can like recall off the top of my head that made it stand out 
understandable. There are more than a few songs, in my opinion, that you could really label that too. And I hate saying that because every time I pick an album and I agree with one of your critiques, I'm like, oh God, oh no. Oh my but, God, I actually hate it. <laughs> oh my God. There, sometimes I'll actually listen to it going, maybe I didn't like, I don't like it as much now, but maybe it's like life stage or I've sort of gotten into something else, but you know, who knows? Um, yeah, I don't really have much else for this one other than I like the the tone of the riff during the chorus. It is beautiful and I really like it. I think this song is cohesive. Like it does, you know, it doesn't have anything that you're like, why is this here? Or this sounds out of place. Um, and I think the verse pre-chorus and chorus work well together. And although that's the case, I don't think they're too similar to not feel different. They feel different enough with, I guess, sort of, it's like different shades of white, you know, it's still white, but you can kind of tell the difference of what's what. And some songs we've done, I can't fucking tell the difference at all. So not too bad. That's all I got. I, I, I kind of don't want to pick on. Uh, bands we've done before like because if I do I'm just going to be renaming certain bands but there are certain reviews yeah. we've done where I was literally like this whole album is just like a big melding of the same damn thing yeah yeah like way back in season two I'll say that much there was one album in particular where I said I said something along the lines of that um yeah I don't really have much else to say for this one uh I mean this one's just over three minutes so we're still kind of riding that short song wave right mm -hmm. now so I guess we can just kind of, uh, we shouldn't be ashamed to move on to song four now. You know, I'll just let you have all these ones because they're all subpar. Um, that one was fine, by the way. Yeah, we shouldn't be ashamed yeah. to move on. Song number four shouldn't be ashamed. Fine or fun. Um, I do really like the upfront acoustic strumming with the guitar, like the electric guitar placed in behind the mix. Again, that's just like that for the whole album for the most part. It's kind of gives you the feeling that you're watching a live performance because I kept hearing the lead guitar in my rear left side. So it's still always wild to me how they can mix it up front or in the back. It's I'm not good with any of that engineering and whoever is, if you're listening and you're doing that, fucking good on you because I am confused. But uh, yeah, I didn't mind this song um it's not my favorite and i think i hear a mandolin and i was down for that could be the keys because i know that they have like keys and organ and stuff like that but uh yeah yay it is a mandolin because that was my very first note actually ah, for the song excellent. i'll just i'll just read it verbatim then there's a mandolin that's quietly playing in the right speaker that i actually like a nice layer slash tone to have on the track hell yes i agree Man mandolins are usually really nice to hear. Like I can't think of a single even if I hate a song, I can't imagine a song where the mandolin sounds bad. Mm -hmm. It's just a very nice sounding instrument. Like I, I can't even like put into words how it sounds. So I'm not gonna try. <laughs> so but I do <laughs> do know that I like it. I don't really know anyone who hates it. Although mandolin's one of those instruments, kind of like a ukulele, where like Everyone on YouTube who wants to be a musician starts by making like a ukulele or mandolin channel and they'll just play like the most simple songs and like that's how they get their start. Yeah, but they look so quirky with the small guitar. So you're just like this. <laughs> <laughs> 
I've played a mandolin before. I wasn't very. It, it felt weird because the neck is tiny. I mean, like, yeah. I, I, it's, it's hard to get anything done. I have stupid fingers. <laughs> um, but anyways, enough about my fingers. Oh, my um, the one thing that I felt weird about this track, it had like this extra crunchy and like grungy style of guitar in it. Like that was kind of like in the back that felt like an weird outlier to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I do like crunchy guitars, obviously, but I mean, it feels weird in this track and it, like, especially that crunchy feels weird in this whole album, considering what this album is. Mm-hmm. Try the next album fine. But I mean, like you've kind of made a staple of country in this one. So, I mean, it's, it, you don't want to get too like grungy with it. It feels Country grunge is not a thing, and it never will be. And so, please. Oh, that would be so cool, though. To you alone. I know, and then I'd make you review it. Okay, then I have to hear it. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> We've done it before. What we, I would say, we didn't do very well uh, with a, a previous country album. Although this is this one's not straight country, though. That that is true. Hey, you also didn't like that one too. So that's that's uh, being fair right there. Um. In another note about the vocals that I kind of already mentioned before too was like the vocals kind of sound broken sometimes in this song, like just kind of a very frail voice and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I really like that kind of stuff, especially because like I would be a hypocrite if I said otherwise, considering that like I know you probably still don't know, but uh, I've talked many times about Elliot Smith on this channel, and mm-hmm. uh, my God, that's like complete frailty in his voice, and I love it because it just it fits and suits the mood and atmosphere and everything like that. So the voice, whoever's singing in this one, just it fits. I appreciate it. It's a very honest tone and it works. So I like that. I'm glad that you left on that note because verbatim, his voice sounds desperate and I think it matches the music well. What I like is that he doesn't add a country twang to his phrasings. Like it just, it sounds like he's like pleading with you and there's no changing the sing style to the music it's just this is how i sing and i i appreciate that uh it feels less pandery um and yeah i that's all that i got so i have this feeling that this is like a breakup album um i read that i i feel like it's for box full of letters could have been for more songs on the album um we're kind of break up of their last band because the co-writers co-vocalists uh they pretty much just had enough of each other broke apart started their own bands released albums almost immediately after starting these new bands and i'm almost positive there was a lawsuit somewhere in the interim (laughs) so a lot of uh animosity for sure so you had to bring that into your first album and look what it did. Nothing, literally nothing for this album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, the other band, um, Sunvolt, I'm pretty sure their debut album. Now, I don't really know the um, the ratio, but it I think it may have been five to one with sales. Um, I could be wrong. It could be more, but I don't think it's less. So Sunvolt outsold this one is what you're saying? Yes. yes I've never did. heard of Sunvolt. I did not until I found out about Wilco. And, and then it started like, looking like, oh, up. I got to listen to it. I think they're more country. So that's a little less of my wheelhouse for sure. You said you like country though. Yeah, but I'm really picky as well. And I mean, you know that. So. suppose so. I mean, like even when you th- I thought you were going to like Brooks and Dunn, you didn't like that too much so i mean eh. did you honestly think i was going to like i like them more than you though 
Oh yeah, I mean we have the scores to to show that. <laughs> but I, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't expect you to like blow up the album, but at the same time, like I don't know, it, it just, just yeah, you definitely liked it more than me. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other note I have for this one, um, this happens a couple of times on this album, and I, I comment on it each time. The extra bit to the end, like it also had a ring out, really felt unnecessary to me. Like I, I don't, I won't dox points because of it, but I mean, like a ring out in a track like this just doesn't really fit. And really, there's not really any song on this album except for one element. I do mention it when it comes up, mm-hmm. uh, where like these drawn out endings and like just random ring outs happens. Like that doesn't really need to happen. Like. Mm-hmm. You're not really making much of a point by doing that. The music doesn't suit the idea of doing that. Like, and they're not just like random, like just let the guitar ring out. Like these are kind of like, it's like a weird, like wavering noise. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering what the point of it is. Maybe I'm missing something here, but I, I don't think I am. I just, I don't know. It, it was weird to me. I wanted to point it out. Uh, I mean, it wasn't an awful track. I, it wasn't that bad. Uh, I'll give us something of a spoiler for this album. It's one of my, more favorite tracks on the A side of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I can get behind that, and I have absolutely nothing else regarding that song. But the ring the ring out endings, I did not notice them. Um, the only thing I can think of is maybe it's to sound like like it's live. I guess like you're watching them play. But then again, well, it makes sense because many... I didn't hear a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I like that. Because I did it. Anyways, let's pick up the change and move on to song number five. Yeah. So go ahead. Pick up and, uh, the change. Exactly. Get a song. I don't think I don't think I hear too many songs that start with vocals before the music even starts. I actually really like that. Um, as soon as you turn the track on, it's just start singing, down for it. Um, this one I found like I did speak about a kind of a bluesy feel a couple songs earlier. Uh, this one to me, much more bluesy composition. Uh, there are two guitar solos, I think in the second, I don't know, second quarter, third quarter of the song, um, very demure. I think they sounded pretty good. Um, and I like the vocals or I like how the vocals are mixed here. It's like he's singing into my ear in an oddly sultry way. Down for it. Sultry in the sense that once again, it's like those low tone vocals that are just still kind of like a a little uh, sad for Mm -hmm. lack of a better term. I don't want to say frail or fragile anymore because I've already used that up. (laughs) And at that point, it's it's push my own agenda because frail state. That's I was just going to say that. I'm like, you're going to keep repeating the word frail just to get it. No, I'm actually actively trying to not do that anymore. But I figured (laughs) if I'm going to stop doing it, I might as well just say the band name frail state. Why not? Yeah, so I won't say frailstateanymore.com. Um, so going on with this song. Editing that out. I haven't done anything in two years anyways. Uh, but yeah, like I, the vocals are probably the most stand, standout thing for me at this point, in a song like this especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song is really smooth, but because of that, like it feels flat. Like nothing pops out. This It doesn't feel like it has any texture in this song. And nothing really grabs my attention again. So even if it does sound like nice and everything like that, just it's unfortunate that there's nothing that I can really remember off the top of my head about the song. He says, pick up the change. Oh, I heard him. Did you you miss that part? No, not only did I not miss that, but now you actually just reminded me of something, how the buildup to that chorus, that hook, kind of reminds me a lot of the song Miserable by Lit, 
It's like oh. you make me come, you make me complete, you make me completely miserable, and they and it, they did the same thing in this track too. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of I, me of. I never pieced that together. Okay, oh, some, I'm never, I'm not going to unhear it when I hear the song again. But it's a great, that's a great song though. So I mean, yeah. who cares? That that is true. I I never you just picked a lit together. album. Jeez. Uh, well, we might. <laughs> yeah, fit it in somewhere in our master. What do they have? One. It's probably their best. <laughs> I don't really know much about Lit, but I do know that I like that song. There's like two songs for them that I like. Yeah. Anyways, we're talking about Lit while we're talking about Wilco at the same time. Yes. Oh, sorry, Wilco. Yeah. Uh, again, this isn't a bad song. I don't necessarily hate the songs on this album, but just again, it's like maybe it's because it's their debut album, but like there's nothing that's really grabbing me about this particular song either. Uh, I did kind of allude to the fact though, that like, you know, the previous song was my favorite on the A side. So I promise better things are coming. My better comments are coming. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. I, I have uh, nothing else for this one other than it is a simple song. The more I listen to it, the more I like it because I've never actually listened to this album critically um but some of them that i kind of bypassed before or didn't really think a second thought of i'm kind of appreciating a little more or i'm kind of maybe understanding what they were going for although maybe my idea is completely off the mark who knows i'm not them no and you never will be with that attitude no <laughs> i know well i'd love to be a thousand air so well, if this podcast ever picks up, you'll be able to taste that. But what until then? Kofi.com flash rate the record. Song number six. <laughs> I thought I held you. Uh I I guess I'll start out with this one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So this song I felt pulled back the energy a lot more than the previous one did. So like the other, the previous song wasn't all that like energetic. It wasn't like slow or ballady, but it lacked a lot of energy, I guess, which is fine. Not every song has to be like you know, boom, explosive. But this hmm. one pulled back even more, so it was harder to keep my attention considering the other song didn't really have anything that could grab me. So these ones kind of, like, melded a little bit for me. So it was hard for me to, like, get too excited about it. Um, verbatim, at this point of the album, I wish this was a more energetic song. Hey, there you go. <laughs> now yep. you're, starting, you're starting to feel the Chris vibe on things. Oh, yeah, I'm coming around. I'm coming around. It's about damn time. And actually, um, although I do say that speaking of this point of the album, I have a note that says at this point of the album, at least so far, because uh, I wrote kind of like you, I wrote my, write my reviews chronologically and everything like that. And just as I'm listening yeah. um, so far in this album, this song has the best use of slide guitar. Uh, very nice. I really do like it. It does wonders for like setting like the mood and atmosphere of the track. Mm -hmm. So at least it had that going for it. That stood out to me. That's something I can grab onto. You had to wait a little bit for it, not too long. So it had that. All right. Verbatim. I will always appreciate the slide and I'm starting to warm up to banjos. <laughs> Tag, you're it. You <laughs> no tagsy backsies. Don't touch um, me. <laughs> For this song, I do like this song. I I hate saying this. I like this song for background noise, like putting the radio on while doing housework or something. Um, I can see this one being played at a semi-formal dance in a barn with a big stand-up bass. Oh, well, um, one of the wash tub basses. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, that's what that I call them anyways. Oh. It's not even really um, an instrument, but whatever. <laughs> one of the one of the ones kind of like a like a rockabilly 
band would oh, have. Yeah, I got, got you, got you. Whatever yeah, bass. point on it, yeah. But like where they're spinning it around all the time. Um, I still like how the guitar plays in and out. It's just there to accentuate and punctuate. And uh, I like the embellishments in the outro. I like that because it it can get repetitive as a lot of outros are. It's just sort of, you know, couple bars repeated. But when you kind of have, you know, a couple things here and there to kind of break it up a little bit, it doesn't feel as monotonous as it could. Yeah, yeah. Um, I only, only, I only have one note about this. One last note about the song, it has to do with the goddamn quote unquote vocal harmonies, and I use quote mm-hmm. unquote because my god, you got to listen for them because like they're vocal harmonies, but like why the hell are they so quiet? Like it's ridiculous. Like you can barely hear the other singer. Like I had to listen to a few times just to make sure it was another person and not just like a background instrument. It was a person. It's like it's fine if you don't want the harmonies to pop at it. Like they're practically non-existent. So why would you, why would you even put them on the song? Like like I only happened to notice the second time I was listening to the first time it didn't even sound like anything. So I mean like yeah. I don't know. That's a that's a weird mixed choice to me. Like tell him to step five feet closer to the mic and maybe it'll work next time. Now, I don't know if those harmonies are just uh, like layered uh, Jeff Tweedy vocals, or I'm pretty sure the bassist, I know the bassist sings one song on this album yet to be reviewed. Um, So he may be doing it. But if this is their sort of, hey, look at us, we're better than that guy over there. um, Jeff Tweedy may have been, and now no slander towards him. I do love him. Um, it may have been one of those, you get any louder and you're out of the band thing. So it may be like a Beatles Ringo star. Is thing. he an asshole? I'm not sure. Um, I know that he, well, he was sued. I, I don't want to say he's an asshole because I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I he do know that listening. he's, he's had some, yeah, I'm so sorry. Uh, I know that he's had some, you know, like mental health and addiction issues and stuff like that. And they may have been sort of more prevalent at this time of the record. So it could have been that. That could add well. to the frailty in the voice too. You could probably yeah. definitely hear stuff like that. It's, it's almost it's almost like a weird dark characteristic to have in your music. Like when that just comes out naturally and you're not just trying to sound like this for no reason, like mm-hmm. that's obviously a telltale sign. Yeah. I'm not about to like, I was I was about to crack some jokes, but then you said mental health and addiction issues like oh, I, I can't I can't do that. Yeah. We're like, we're just gonna move on to something that's not the issue. Meanwhile, I already said all these very insulting things. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, that's all I really got for that song, though. I mean, again, not so bad, but just the harmonies, man. What the hell? Yeah. Do something with uh, I already segued to this song, so. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to wrap up what I was saying because I wasn't done yet. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I wasn't listening. That's fine. Well, then I'll just read my first note real fucking quick while you're swallowing. Ye actual fucking ha. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> if they're going to lean into the country sound, they're really going to lean into it. This was more bluegrass than country at this point. Like, yeah, down Okay, I, I got a note here. I was, I was reading for Beta because like, I wrote this because I was imagining this. I do like the bluegrass feel of the song. I can imagine this being played in the entry of a barn with a banjo, a jug player, wash tub bass, there's that word again, a guitar and a drum that's actually two sticks on a box. 
Just a bunch of dudes in yeah. their overalls on a hot country day, just kind of on, play, sitting on haystacks. I no, I imagine the guy who's singing, like playing the band, like imagining the singer's also playing the banjo, and he's like leaning yeah. against the door though, still standing uh-huh. up. He's got like he the, the long grass in his mouth and everything like that. He does play guitar, so that is not beyond the realm of possibility. Well, there that that is my uh, mental imagery of the day for this song. I love it. Um, I I like this song. It is something that definitely catches you off guard. Um, oh, it did. The, the last couple of sort of slower tempo songs, and then this one starts. And you're like, holy shit, is this still the same record? Like it is, but it's not. Um, the acoustic riff during the outro, just jumping right to the end, definitely my favorite part of the entire L or entire record. I keep wanting to say record or album. No, song. It's my favorite part of the song. Um, And I don't know if it's the quick tempo, but I always thought this song was a lot shorter than it is. Like maybe a minute shorter. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I like this one. It was fresh. I'm going to read my notes backwards just so I can respond to what you just said. Uh, The ending was another weird mixing choice to me. I don't know. I, 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 I felt it was kind of weird. I mean, like, you can have fun, I guess, but like what they kind of did did nothing for the track, in my opinion. Like I, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to go back and listen to it one more time to really kind of break that down. But like, yeah, I don't know. It bothered me enough to obviously write it. It felt like a last minute experiment or something they did to the mix as a test, but accidentally hit record. That's. I I wish I could have been more descriptive though, because I was just like writing why I didn't like it or not mm-hmm. what it was. I, I was going to say, do you remember what it was in the mix? But No, but maybe if I take a step backwards here, maybe I'll understand. Because it's, my other note just says, um, actually, actually, I don't think that's going to tie in at all. But regardless, it just says, um, one thing that did, does bother me is that the, the song sounds generally nice. I like it. But be, after like the refrain, there's just like one kind of like minor slide up the like not just guitar, like every instrument kind of goes up this like one half note and then back down up one half to back down. And it's like this really, it's like a minor progression thing and it doesn't fit again. Like it, it doesn't need to be there. Like it sounds so foreboding for no reason mm-hmm. when nothing about the song or lyrics leans in that direction. So it's just like, <laughs> what the hell is happening? I have a nagging feeling that you were talking about the part that I said was my favorite part of the song. Well, because it happens, yeah, it happens a few times, like after the chorus and towards the intro. So, yeah, it's probably, uh, or the outro, I should say, it's probably what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wish that I could mimic a guitar enough to uh, vocalize it, but uh, I'm not even going to try because I know I'll sound foolish. In front of everybody on the internet. Yeah, right? Oh my god, they might find where I live. Um, There's so much going on in this song, but it comes together so well. Like there's, I don't know, I I can kind of feel like someone's playing something over here and over there and there's someone that that there's like 12 people in a room each playing something different. Wouldn't be surprised if someone was playing, what is it, some sort of, I don't know, harp thingy. What is that called? There's a harp thing? Yeah, I don't know. You put it in your mouth and it just goes like you twang it. Yeah. A jaw harp. Oh, okay. That's what it is. I can imagine someone's playing that. Um, but yeah, I can't play any instrument nearly this well, but once I learn something, I want to play this song. This one in particular, right? Yes. Um, I think that uh playing the acoustic guitar acoustic guitar to it would be fun. Um, but I feel like my hands would just be bleeding after attempting it. 
No, you got to do some like level one shit. You got to do Bad Moon Rising. No. <laughs> that's what you got to do to learn guitar. No. That's one of the did first you, things they did. That's one of the first times I learned a guitar class. Do you know CCR is from California? Yeah, uh, yes, because I know that John Fogarty was a fucking liar and he's like, down the bayou. It's like, you've <laughs> never fucking been to a bayou, <laughs> boy. Just found that out like this week. Dude's and someone said that and I was like, holy shit. I had no idea. I thought they were from like, I don't know, just sorry that I'm shitting on Missouri, but like somewhere like that where it's like South, but more across between like Midwest and South. I didn't know they were just straight up from California. Well, when they say oh, born man. on a bayou, you would think somewhere in like probably Louisiana right? or something, but like, yeah, no, he was just writing like apparently a character of himself or something like that. Yeah. He was a liar. Dutch boy haircut liars. Burn <sighs> the albums. <laughs> no more CCR. It's all over. Canceled. Exactly. Exactly. Done. You can't lie to people in 2023. Welcome to the new world, bitch. All right. So we're, I guess we'll yeah. just move right on now. It's because it's just that simple. Song number oh, eight. Oh. That's exactly what it is, too. It's just that simple. Um. So uh, almost positive that the bassist wrote and sings this song. So if it sounds like a different voice, that is why it did. Yes. Now that I think about it, like I, it did sound like it didn't have that same kind of fragile sound to the voice. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I can see that. Not that I'm going to fucking debate it with you because I wouldn't know <laughs> one way or the other. No, it sounded the same. You're wrong. This song that I've only heard like three times in the last <laughs> week. Like, yeah, I can totally debate you on anything about oh, it. Yeah. Yep. Um, so couple, I don't have uh, much for this one. Um, I, I know I say that and then keep yapping, but really I don't have much for this one. Um, I do like how dreamy the song sounds, uh, probably from the sustained notes and the tempo, but nonetheless, I like it. Um, the solo slash musical break in the third quarter really fits the song. And just like all other solos on the album thus far, doesn't try to be something that it's really not. And a question posed to you, calling someone a cripple, that's not really accepted now, is it? I don't think so. I, I, I'm just going to err on the side of caution and say no, because it seems like okay. any sort of insult nowadays is likely some form of yeah. trigger. I mean, because he says like a cripple. So I know he's not described like he's describing someone. I listen to that going. Yeah, this just does not ring as well as it did when I first listened to this 15 years ago. Oh, I mean, it's like you can hear like a lot of songs from like the 90s and everything like that still use the R word. Yeah, and you're just like, eh. And see, as, as a kid, eh. you, you said that word so carefree because no oh, one ever right? thought of it. But now in 2023, it's like if you say that, people are like, ooh, it's like man. It's record scratch. Yeah, it's like everyone stops and just stares at you and you're like. They all eh. stop, stare, point. Eh. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yep. what, what movie is that? Oh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I just need to know what that was real quick. <laughs> Never Good times. That. Uh, we're not gonna talk about movies. I was, I was about to talk about it. It's like I, we probably shouldn't. No, <laughs> that's what the podcast is. Um, this song has another great use of the slide guitar. Uh, happened again. Uh, just really, really nice. Um, this the this sentence almost confused me that I'm reading on my notes here because I didn't capitalize. I didn't titleize it. This sounds like it could have been performed by the band, not like. It could, this could be performed by the band, like the band Wilco. It's like, no, yeah. but the band. The band. Yes. Yeah. So the, the one from like, you know, the 60s stuff. This song kind of sounds like it could have been actually done by them. Like I, you, you could tell me that this song is a cover of something by the band. And I would have been like, 
I can believe that. Interesting. It's just that that closely related to me because I think a lot of it too had to do with the vocals themselves because it reminds me a lot of Robbie Robertson. Oh. Just internally, like something reminds me of like a young, not, not like 80s where he's like, that's the old. I went to a club in the middle of the night. <laughs> I was just going to say, the only thing that I know about him is that one song from the Dana Crazy River. <laughs> no, I'm talking yeah. about the actual, like, decent Robbie Robbie. I didn't like his solo stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it sounds like young, the band Robbie Robertson. So that's probably what really got me. But even the instrumentals, too, because, like, I own, I want to say two or three of the band records. And so that's probably why, like, because I'm so familiar with the music that it kind of reminded me of that. Um, and yeah, like, kind of like the rest of the album, but this one in particular too. Um, I like the acoustic tone in this one, mm-hmm. especially before the percussion kicks in, because when the percussion kicks in, like that tone itself overtakes like some sort of frequencies and everything like that. So it kind of cuts out on some of the tones. But when it's just the acoustic kind of playing alone with like a few other things, it sounds super nice. I really like that. So it was nice to just kind of drift with that for a while. Yes. I, I have nothing else. I really just spit it all out at the beginning. Good. Just leave me hanging then. Yeah, that's all I'm doing. Simple thumbs up. Yes. Um, and it's not that I don't like when the drums pick up. I'll just continue off where I left off then. It's not that I don't like when the drums pick up or anything like that, but like it was a really pretty track before they kicked in. Like it was a nice emotional ballad type of track. I was kind of really getting into it, but then the drums kind of like pulled me back to reality a little bit and took me out of the moment. So it's just like, uh, I mean, it could have been better if they just like left it the way it was. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Drums maybe deducted, I'm going to say like 0.5 to one point, somewhere in that range. I'm pretty, I don't want to say I'm pretty sure, but um, maybe they just wanted their performance royalties. Oh, uh, God. Like, that have to be, like you have to be on this song because, or like I have to be on this song because I want the money. They must, have, they must have really needed the money. <laughs> could have been. Well, I mean, addiction issues and such. Who knows? They could have been coked up for all you know. Yeah, that was like Elliot Smith spending like thousands of dollars a day on like heroin and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. God. Awful. Yeah, Why would you spend your royalty monies on that? I mean, I can't answer that question because obviously they're in the throes of addiction. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's Just- all I got to say about that song, too. I, I do want to throw a disclaimer just because I said that I have absolutely no grounds on saying whether Wilco was on Coke during this album at all. I said it as a joke. Please don't send me a cease and desist for defamation. Thank you very much. I wouldn't think Coke. They would be a much more energetic album if they were on Coke. I can't <laughs> imagine someone writing a sad, depressing album on Coke. Uh, I, I've never done it, so I have no idea. Uh, I've been um, around people who have, and trust hey. me, they they do not settle down. Ew, gross. I can't handle that with people that are just plain, like, just naturally like that. Yeah. Do cocaine, kids. Don't do cocaine. <laughs> Asterisk, don't. Don't do not do that. I, I, I forbid it. If you're listening to this podcast, I forbid you from... I can't tell you what to do, but don't do it. I can. Don't. Oh, motherly, right. Savannah, now. First grandma, yeah. now motherly. <laughs> yeah, damn right. All right, next song. All right, song number Hurry 10, riding shotgun here, passenger side. Uh, Should have been in love. Oh, is it? I scrolled too far on my page. It is. Okay, well then uh, get out of the fucking shotgun seat and we got to go back. Should have been in love. No, song number nine. Uh, again, this is another one that I will listen to in passing and while I am doing something else. Um, I do like the guitar tone, which is, like I said at the beginning, an overarching comment on the whole album. 
But I find that the song itself seems more about the lyrics than the music and not doing a lyrical analysis. This is feeling like that Bob Dylan album all over again, where I'm like, yeah, the music's not doing well. And it's like, well, you have to listen to the lyrics. I'm like, yeah, but that's not what we're about. So I'm judging the song by, you know, what quote unquote first listen. And um, yeah, don't hate the song. But as the album goes on, it's starting to feel like they put what they thought may be singles at the beginning of the album. And unfortunately, this is feeling like a side B, what, side B syndrome. That's what I it's used now, to say. It's yes. now official. Yeah. Did somebody say my name? Oh, fuck off. I See, I knew it, but I typed it in because that's what I meant. And then my I brain. I was thinking about didn't... Bob Dylan while writing this fucking review. Really? Okay. Because okay. like it, a lot, it has like touches of Dylan influence all over it. Like I'm not yeah. gonna say it sounds like Bob Dylan, but I mean it definitely does. Yeah. Like it, like they were influenced in one way or another. You could tell, and songs like this do that. I mean, well, he's he's from Minnesota. They're from Illinois. It's like what Midwest woes. Did I not just about? tell you where the like, my geography is fucking terrible for the United States? For all I know, that's California, New York. I don't I don't know. Just keep keep going on. I'm not even gonna. I'm going to try. Fine by me. So there are elements of this song that I like, especially the composition <coughs> and instrumentation, like especially some of the melodies and rhythms and everything like that. So there were things to enjoy about this song. Are you okay? You look mm-hmm. like you've seen a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It's uh, there were things to enjoy about the song, but not about your review. Not even close. That was just one note. Hmm. Um, so th- This song was kind of um like a purgatory type song for me where it's like it has enough energy to have a pulse but yet it feels like it's lacking a lot of energy so it's like mm. you're in this weird like you just took like a downer and an upper you just drank a red bull and took some sleeping pills and your body doesn't know what the fuck to do like yeah. that's kind of what the song makes you feel like it's like okay i can see myself bobbing to this but also i'm not feeling anything that's why I put it on in passing because it's something that I can tune in and out of. It doesn't grab me from the beginning and hold me. It sort of is like, Hey, I'm, I'll be here if, if you want to talk. And if I don't want to talk, I don't, I forget they're even there. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess so. Like I, I still found it to be like a decent enough track. Uh, like mm-hmm. obviously not the best, but I will say the, uh, like my biggest criticism of the song is uh, the ending felt entirely uninspired. Like what the hell even happened here? Like everything sounds great. And then it's like you run out of ideas completely. Mm-hmm. You got something to say? Something no, no, no. Oh, okay. No. I thought you were, were going to like say something on top of that. Um, yeah. It sounds like the, the, everything sounds great. It sounds like they, they suddenly like completely run out of ideas. And then like they have this like acoustic fade out on the main riff with like a phaser effect on it. It's like, what an awful choice to end an otherwise decent track. Like, it, I don't know. Again, I don't know what that was supposed to do. It, it like it just completely takes you out of the moment, takes you out of the song. I know it's ending, but the regard, it's just like this is such a bad ending. Like, you could have taken like five seconds more to write like even anything else. It is very strange to me that I've heard this album so many times, and I cannot like piece together what it is you're talking about i will have to go back and listen to it and go oh, okay that makes sense but as of right now i think the ending of oh god one of the other songs is just playing and playing in my head so it was like last time where it was just army ants playing in my head the entire review so hell yeah have you at least made that your alarm to get up in the morning 
I have not. <laughs> you probably should. No, not at all. All right. Well, now I'll call Shotgun and say song number 10, Passenger Side. Fun fact, this song was in How I Met Your Mother. I never watched that. Although oh, I know the I... memes of like challenge accepted and all that shit. <laughs> Wait for I, it, uh... legendary or whatever. I don't fucking know. Okay, so I guess we are living in 2011. Um, I I know that because I was watching it and went, hey, I know this song. And that was all. Um, I like the song not only for the lyrics. They're obvious. No analytics needed here. Like if you have ears, you know what the song's about. Learn to steer, I'll drop my beer. <clears throat> Anyways, um, I specifically enjoy the bass and drums together. I do think they mesh very well. Uh, I couldn't really hear the bass during some parts, but I know that it was following the drums. And I just, I don't know, I just think it sounds pretty decent. And I like that the fiddle, fiddle comes out to play again and how subdued it is. Because, like, I, I imagine that whoever's playing it is like, Hey, give me a solo. And they're like, yeah, yeah, just a little later in the song. Okay. Am I gonna get my solo now? Yeah, yeah a little later in the song than the song ends. So they did them an injustice. They got you good, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Sounds good though. I like it. Yeah, this feels like a folky party song. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the best ways I can describe it. So it's like <laughs> like it, it's the kind of song where like a, a dude with an acoustic guitar will come out and play during a somewhat chill house party that's also just like on the beach. So it's yeah. like that kind of vibe. Yeah, like this is the kind of song where he come out and start singing that, and people be like, "Oh yeah, he, he Jerry's over there doing his thing." Yeah, it's like, I can relate to this because Jerry? I'm. <laughs> I can relate to this because I'm drinking too. <laughs> I have a cup of alcohol. Exactly. And I like when people. Oh, whatever. I'm done with this fucking bit anyway. Yeah, we're we're done. That's it. <laughs> I'm done. Even when I know when I'm done a bit, I'll just fucking aggressively cut myself off. But never with Bob Dylan. Anyways, um, I <laughs> I know how much you hate it. That's why I keep doing it. I feel it. like one of these shows, it's going to show me and then you on camera. And you're going to do the Bob Dylan thing. And then I'm going to disappear off my camera, show up on yours and fucking strangle you from behind. I'd be more impressed with your speed of getting here, considering how <laughs> far away we are. <laughs> I'll be there in a half hour. Yeah, that seems more suiting. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, folky party song, great. Um, yep. Again, the vocals have that kind of like soft, broken quality to them. Really like it. And it suits the mood of this one too, despite the fact it feels like kind of like a folky party song. Like again, it just has that random dude playing acoustic vibes in the party. Like that's kind of yeah. what it reminds me of. Um, yeah, this is a really good standard length track too. It's really easy to sing along to. And really what I feel is some of the better songwriting on the album. Like just all around, not just like lyrically, but even instrumentally. Like this song was just like a lot of fun to get through. I enjoyed it. Some of the lyrics may be a little iffy, but other than that, yeah, probably one of the better ones. Good. It's about damn time. I told you the back half of the album, I had some nicer things to say. And so far, I've said plenty of nice things except for the uh, ending of that last track. Good, because my next note for the next song probably isn't as positive as yours. Um, I'm just reading through mine real quick. Maybe not. Song number 11, Dash 7. Now we're at the part of the album that I don't remember how any of the next three tracks sound. Normally after Passenger Side, I've already checked out. So I know I've heard these songs. Clearly I had to hear them for this review, but normally they'll play and I'll go, I have no idea what the song title is because I don't remember the songs at all. Um, this one, Dash 7, 
I do really like the dimension just the acoustic guitar gives. I wish there was more I could say about this one. It is calm, but I do wish that it was a little earlier in the album because it feels like they kind of cram these ones at the end. It just it feels out of place. I don't know if it's the songs around it or just because it took this long to get here. But uh, I feel it would have been a little more appropriate, maybe even a little earlier on side B. I don't mind where it is because it feels like we're starting to wrap up now. I know we still got a few tracks to go, but uh, like, uh-huh. I don't know if, if you looked at this album like a party, for example, or some sort of just like gathering of sorts. This feels like it's starting to die down now. It's like it's uh-huh. like maybe people are going home and you're just kind of like left in that weird, mostly drunk, self-reflective state. Like that's that's kind of what these last three songs are to me. Yeah. And like yeah. the last song is like the last hurrah type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because like I, I do actually like the song. I, I enjoyed it. I like, I'm usually a sucker for like sadder kind of songs too, like this. Yes. Uh, but for some reason, the opening riff reminded me of Wherever You Will Go by The Calling. <laughs> I'm letting you remember that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to to put them. Way up high. Oh, I know that low. song. I'll go just... wherever you will go. But just like. Wait. The guitar riff in both that and this song sounded similar to me. And I, like, as soon as this one started, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Interesting. I'll have to listen to them back to back because I, maybe it's because I don't really remember how this one starts. Or I guess the other one. It's a very low toned acoustic guitar. That's just, uh, this one's yeah. just very quiet, but it's like very like low tone. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Offended, but interesting. <laughs> um. Also, Welcome back to the slide guitar. Very warm tone to add to this one. Very welcome too. And it does a lot to give the song a great atmosphere as well. So mm-hmm. very much appreciated. And it's, as I said, it's like appreciated across the entire album, specific songs, especially including this one. Uh, probably the most emotional track on the album too. Considering the slowest. like, yeah. And like very few Quiet. lyrics too. Like it seems pretty easy. And like, I I've, like, we mentioned earlier, like maybe this is like a breakup album or like I had mentioned that this mm-hmm. sounds like a breakup song. Yeah. Like everything in it sounds like a metaphor for a breakup. Like it, cause it just sounds like a shitty plane. And I actually had to look up what the fuck a dash seven was. It is a shitty yeah. old plane. Oh. Uh, I don't even think they fly anymore because they were just so unreliable. And like even when he mentions like uh, the sound of the engine will make you want to kiss the ground. It's apparently yeah. because the engines were very unstable and sound like shit. So it frightened you when you were in the air. Um. I didn't know that, didn't look up a single thing, just thought maybe it had to do with temperature. I'm completely incorrect, clearly. Um, but you just talking about aircraft. Uh, this I didn't explain the spoiler from last week when I said that the band name is uh, uh, has to do with whatever aircraft. Some, I don't know. Watch the last show. I don't remember what I said. Um, but anyways, the name Wilco is Will Comply. So it's kind of like a 10-4 or like a... You know, you got it, good buddy. So I don't know how often they say that or if that's like a outdated term, but that is where they got their name from. So makes me, makes me want to know what the origin of ten four is. Yeah, ten four is like maybe, a confirmation of sorts, but I don't know what it means. And then you then you look it up, and it's like uh, section ten something four, and it just says will comply, and you're like, oh god. Yeah, just, <laughs> and then in brackets, Wilco. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, it's all coming back to me now. That's another song, isn't it? Of, of Meatloaf, yeah. Because I was just thinking about The Calling, and now like I'm thinking of other bands and other music now. <laughs> isn't It's All Coming Back to Me a Celine Dion song? Is it? 
I think so. Oh, I always mix that up with uh, that other fucking stupid meatloaf song. I don't like meatloaf. <laughs> uh, 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 two out of three, not two out of three in bed. I don't know. I don't even care anymore. Fucking, it was one of his 90s tracks or something that sucked. Interesting. Meatloaf sucks. Anyways, <laughs> the the extra bit at the end of this one, this is one of those ones that had like a, a weird kind of like a little extended outro and everything <laughs> like that. I found it acceptable at this one because like, the sound, like the low rumbling can make it feel like you're on a plane, which is, I guess, the atmosphere of the song, even though, as I said, I think it's just all metaphor anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. You can see that imagery. I can, I, I like it like that. So it's not just some like weird, weird, random ring out. Like it's an actual like imagery thing. So I get it. I like it. So, hey, cool little touch uh, to the atmosphere and everything like that. Putting you in the situation. Not a bad track. Cool. I, for some reason, didn't expect you to have such high praises on it but i am pleased um slightly disappointed that i did not so well it's your fault you chose the fucking album mm-hmm. all right song number 12 just like my blue eyes here's blue eyed soul my my baggy blue eyes i'm all uh, tired and shit and they're probably bloodshot too and i probably have a cataract or something i don't know see i'm always just gonna jump off of your your random tangents and then you're all like santa you go off on tangents all the time oh you're fired um i i learned recently i don't have blue eyes i have gray eyes and only fact. one yeah and only one percent of the population has gray eyes does that mean you have no soul that's wild. I have no idea. One of my eyes has brown in it, so I'm confused. Is it like a spot of brown or is it like a bunch? Like, uh, It's almost half. It's a little less than half. Well, I got those big blue whatever pearl marbles, whatever the fuck you want to call them. I have them. Ocean eyes. I was like lean right into the camera. Scare the uh, shit out of everyone. That's as far as I'm getting. Um, <laughs> hey, so, you, don't, you don't need to see my shitty face up close. Yeah, it's bad enough you see it already. Yeah. Um, so jumping off of my point on the last song about being disappointed that uh, sometimes you have better things to say about albums that I picked. Um, again, I like Porcupine Tree better. <laughs> <laughs> they have better albums. Um, it kills me that I pick albums. I want you, I want to hear your opinions on, but when I can't think of something to say other than, yup, that hurts. So this is another one of those songs. I found it very similar to other tracks so far. All I can really say is that I do enjoy the blues influence, the guitar coming in here and there behind everything else in the mix. You know, like the nine songs before this. I liked it then. I like it now. This song definitely gets lost in the sea of songs that I find fairly similar and I do wish that this track and the next one were swapped. I think this one would have made better sense to sort of close out the album. I will say I make a note of this in the next song, but I thought Dash 7 would be the better ender. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind Especially with the sound of the plane at the end. Like, so it sounds like you're just kind of like flying away type thing, you know? Like, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. But I'll, I mean, I'll get more to that when we get there. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I guess I do have more to say than you do, don't I? Yeah, right. I, right. Uh, before before I say that, then I'll, I'll just say this. I think we should do a little bit of a role reversal on the show from now on in the schedule. I'll pick albums that like I I want to hear too, and I guess it's like I don't really know much about, and I hope that you like them. And you pick your favorite albums. That's, that's I don't kind of, know that's what, been what the power balance has are. been so far. I don't you know obviously have ones that you listen on repeat, so I mean, like, 
I listen to singles on repeat, not really whole albums though. But, but there must be albums that have like a number of singles on them. They're like, God, there's like four or five good songs on that album. Do you want to review a Taylor Swift album? Oh, you backed me into a corner, didn't you? Right. Uh, okay, I'll say yes. I am. I'll a say yes. But Swifty. The Swifties will fucking crucify. They are dangerous. They are a dangerous group of people. I will. Oh, I know. Saying that they are dangerous. You are a dangerous group of people. I've had to leave groups because I just I would see one um, one opinion that wasn't the mass. And they're all like, oh, yeah, no, like, you're wrong. Or I can't believe you don't like this. I'm like, all right. And it, they're mostly on Reddit. Like everywhere else, like, they're fine. I can see that. <laughs> but on Reddit, they're wild. See, and I can want- imagine a lot of them are just like, they're, I don't want to stereotype uh, genders or anything like that. But I find that a lot of them are females just kind of crapping on anybody else. Doesn't matter, female, male. I just, they're all just girls going like, Oh, I don't know. They, they're wild. They're just getting very catty. Yeah, like it's, it's not even necessarily being sexist. It's like stereotypes yeah. exist for a reason. So I mean, yeah. like, and I, I don't believe that of all women. Like, I, I'm not gonna yeah. go off and say I, I don't think that. But there's obviously a group of women who really perpetuate that stereotype. And yeah, whether or not they're Hard. like most of them are Swifties or fucking they like Cardi B. I don't really know what the hell the music they listen to, but I can imagine. The Swifties being as evil as they are. <laughs> I'm just picking on the fans at this point. Uh, yeah, like I, I can imagine they probably fall under the same umbrella at some point. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I have nice things to say as I left off previously. Um, the electric guitar is is really playful behind the vocals in the song. I really like that. Like, it's mm. not really sticking to just one standard riff. It's just kind of like playing, doing its own thing. I like that. I really appreciate it. Uh, great tone on the snare too. That's really accented well by the, like an echo effect. So it just kind of gives like a little more like texture to it, a little more volume. I like that. Sounds nice. Really good pacing to this track too. And like a decent amount of energy, despite sounding like rather melancholy. I mean, like these last batch of songs sound pretty sad as it is. Um, but there's really good ideas put into the song and uh, I'm glad it didn't go overboard. They didn't stretch it out too much. They didn't add too much. So I think it kind of fits well here. Um, but just again, with the ring out at the end of the song, didn't really fit. It doesn't really fit the style of track. They did it a few times on this album. Please stop. Uh, okay. I had to shoot that out all quickly because we went on a very long tangent. <laughs> That's, That's gonna Kobe's be a lot for. to edit out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'll I'll keep that. In. I don't give a shit. Or uh, if I if I if I do, I mean, it's, it's gonna be weird now because we're referencing it, and people are like, "What the hell are you talking about?" So if 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 I do decide to edit it out, and you just hear all this stuff about a tangent, it's because I cut it out and put it on Kofi. That's why. Or you don't hear anything about this tangent, and we're really just talking to nobody because you edit this out as well. Possibly, but I'll cut back in here and be like, Swifties are evil. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, you don't want to get too far apart from the point. I'd rather, get, I'd rather get too far apart from them because they're de- the song number 13, too far apart. Yes, you start it. What did you think of this track, Chris? It was a song. It was. Anyways, time to rank the songs. Okay, anyways, I'll go. <laughs> Just jump right ahead. Um, this song brought back like the standard rock energy and everything like that yes. from like, previous tracks too. Um, so that that was pretty good. It's, it's a good choice seeing as it's like in the last few tracks. It's one that is the last song too. So it's just good to bring that back. Mm-hmm. I I find that the guitar through the song is pretty much soloing the entire time. Mm-hmm. And while I like that, I honestly didn't think that the vocals were mixed loud enough. It kind of felt like they were kind of getting lost. 
Yeah. And it's the only track on the album that I felt that way. Yeah, I mean, uh, I did. I'll just read the note verbatim, I guess. Uh, the vocals felt a little too lightly mixed in the chorus. They were kind of buried as everything else seemed to get louder. So it's just like, mm-hmm. did they just run out of budget? Did they run out of time and energy? <laughs> like, what happened here exactly? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Aside from thinking that this one should be swapped with Blue Eyed Soul uh, for the album ender um i was pleased that there was a final change in mood uh that was cool i do wish that maybe it had broken up some of those slower songs earlier in the album and i hear an organ i hear an organ and i like it yeah i mean i guess it was a little quieter but i think i remember hearing one at the very Mm -hmm. least yeah it was not prominent no uh obviously not <laughs> um yeah more playful guitar as you see uh it's like soloing the entire time kind of thing and that's kind of what i heard in the last track too so i, I like mm-hmm. that that just kind of kept going i like that it wasn't a thing in the entire album though because as fun as it can be and it can sound good doesn't necessarily mean i'm gonna hate it but at the same time it can get a little tiresome it's like is this all you do is are you a one-trick pony like mm-hmm. so even if you if, if you do like a like a weird playful soloy thing for one song and then you just do like straight chords for the next song that's fine i mean like you're just you're giving variety at that point yeah but so because it happened so few times in this album i like that i'm okay with it being back to back it sounds good to me i like it uh and yeah it is a decent album closer but as i said before i think dash seven would be better just because for the reasons i explained before it's just quieter it sounded like you're in a plane taking off that's the end and because it's such a sad song it sounds like you're leaving something behind obviously something that wasn't good for you so i mean i, I can see that i, yeah, I thought maybe, that, that'd be cool maybe if they yeah if you would take dash seven out threw it on the end but still kept blue-eyed soul and too far apart sort of running into each other and i can see how that'd be so yeah you just put yeah, blue eyes right. solve at 11 yeah this up to 12 a dash seven to 13 and boom you're yeah. done i can see that but speaking of being done we are done talking about wilco's am i mean damn time you got through the album you got through the tangents did you though are you actually here if so leave something down in the comments below the show that proves that you actually made it this far like let us know what you thought about the songs down in the comments below that's also a good thing to do yeah. because we're always uh very curious to know what you think uh especially we're gonna rank and rate and everything like that and we can actually get into that in just a moment uh before we do though if i had to wrap this all up real quick i will say that i know you said side b syndrome earlier can yeah, I, to. I i wrote that this is a rare instance of side a syndrome whereas like i really? think i think the whole okay. the, the whole b side was like a good save to this album because trust me the score would have been a lot different if it wasn't the case interesting um I don't really know what to say about this album because it's not a surprise to me. It's not, I don't have any revelations, but I think that this album definitely kind of led me at the time I listened to it because I only started listening to Wilco maybe 2008, 2009-ish. So that was kind of when all that indie rock was kind of hitting its stride. Hasn't hit its peak yet. That would come in a couple years but uh, just listening to sort of this country rock influence thing kind of led me into expanding my musical listenings. So, I mean, I like that. I have some nostalgic feelings and thoughts towards it, but uh, I didn't tank it. So I figure we'll just leave on that, that mark. I didn't tank. That is I promising. didn't tank it. It is also vague as hell. 
Yeah, but to 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 say that you didn't tank it, yeah. like it's like I liked it enough. Because well, if you I, loved the album, you wouldn't have to say I didn't tank it. Well, I don't want to say, and I ranked it higher than I thought, because then it'd be like, well, did. what did you think? And it's like, man, I we're, we're not at that point yet, so I can't give yeah. too much away. Well, anyways, let us know your hot take on the album, too. Again, down in yes. the comments below, over on social media, and all that takes. can be found at ratetherecord.ca. All the social media links you could possibly need over there. Go ahead and check it out. Well, while you're doing that, I guess we have to rank songs. We also don't want, want to know what you think of the songs, but you can do that after we do it, because that's kind of our yeah. job. So, Damn above right. our heads, boom, graphics have changed. There are names, there are numbers, and there's going to be more names, because we need song titles, as per usual. 26 numbers up there. A lot of editing to do. I always reference the editing, because it's a pain in the ass sometimes. Every time you say the name and numbers are up there, I just think it's not my phone number, is it? If you want me to, I'll put it in there. Like no, I, I have okay, it on my phone. You. No, I'm good. Thank you. I can though. exploit you whenever I want. No, that is quite all right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like uh, quid pro quo, or the hell it's called, in in a, in a way of sorts, because you can then just dish out my number, and there we go. We're both fucked. I think a squid pro quo, and I don't know why, but that's that's all. All right, what's your number thirteen? You go f- well. Yeah, you go first. How many matches? You always do. Oh, fuck, zero. <laughs> Are we doing that again? Oh, I think it's zero. Anything over zero I will be pleased with, but just sort of comparing and contrasting our reviews, I am not hopeful at all. I have an idea for one. Yeah? I, I, I There's there's most of the songs on here I'm like, even with question marks, I'm just like, no, these are not matching. Yeah. Uh, I just put question marks to make myself feel better. But there's one yeah. on here where I'm like, you know what? Maybe. Just right. maybe. All right. We're gonna find I out. Bet, I bet you I ruin it by putting that as my number two. That or just a one-off. Yeah. Yeah. Like your number six is my number seven, vice versa, whatever. Oh, All right, God. number thirteen. I must be high. Blue-eyed soul. Wow. So. I mean, wow. Come on, I, I told you I had no faith. This isn't new. Well, it's not the worst. It's just the one that I scored the lowest. Which is classified as the worst. Number 12, pick up the change. Uh, number 12, should have been in love. Well, that's right, should have, because it should have and should not, I think, on this one. Yeah, shouldn't and should have. Yep. She's decide. Christ. I don't know why I never noticed. Oh, my God, I'm so dumb. Number 11, box full of letters. <laughs> too far apart. Your brain cells are too far apart. Yeah, holy fuck. Your no. hemispheres are too far apart. Like a big chasm. Anyway, song number, song number 10, Casino Queen. Dash seven. Seven. Number nine, that's not the issue. Shouldn't be ashamed. Couldn't, wouldn't, and shouldn't. Number eight, I thought I held you. It's just that simple. Simple. Now I'm thinking of Simple by Collective Soul. Number seven, shouldn't be ashamed. Okay, I thought I held you. So one, one off. There it is. That's the one. So far. I held, I thought I held you to better standards. It's my fault. You, that is, yes. Number, I'm not optimistic. <laughs> number six, should have been in love. Passenger side. Passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Uh, no, no, All right, we're done. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about Passenger by the Deftones. Wow, <laughs> I got a lot of songs in my head today, and mm-hmm. none of them are Wilco. Number five, it's just that simple. And something you would say after having all the songs, I must be high. 
I must be high. You must be high. If you think I was going to like, I already said that joke anyways. Yeah. Yeah. You're done. Uh, yeah. Just the word high. Um, no, we cannot. We, we are officially done. We can't match. On we're done. Zero again. Number four, too far apart. Casino queen. See, I told you we'd get zero, which means I'm correct all the time. In the worst way possible. In the worst fucking way. Number three, dash seven. Pick up the change. Pick up, grab a brush, and put on a little makeup. Number two, blue-eyed soul. That's not the issue. Oh, but it is. Yeah. That's not the... Number one, passenger side. I have no scrubs <laughs> in my head now. Box full of letters. I hope everyone does. Numero uno. Or I feel like our list is like flipped, if for the most part. Uh, Yeah. As soon as you were listing off your lower ones and they were my higher ones, I was like, oh my God, oh shit. Like literally, uh, like I thought I held you. It's like the closest thing we got. Yeah. Um, the shouldn't song shouldn't be ashamed. Uh, that's kind of close, I guess. What Damn. was the one that you thought that uh, you said? I didn't even mark it, so I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I'm just I'm just sure. thinking about how uh, how that shitty this matter. is. Yep. All right, then. No well, uh, yeah, it's second episode now, no matches. How long will this streak go on for? Oh my god, forever, probably. Uh, but speaking of streaks, I think our A album, uh, A album rating is about to, or streak for that is about to come to an end. Let's find out right now, then, as we transition screens. Swish, there goes my pencil. <laughs> All righty, then. Album rating screen. Here it is. Mm-hmm. How gorgeous, how pretty. And I'm, I'm, Hello, all, I'm only happy to look at it right now because I know the last three albums have been A tiers. But unfortunately, uh, I, I just know that's being broken today. There's no, Hello, unless you've scored this way too incredibly high. It's Hello, not- the B tier. Welcome to the B tier. Welcome to the B. Yeah. <laughs> That's my Pink Floyd joke of the day. <laughs> I brought that uh-huh. that trend back that I never started ever. I don't get it. Welcome to the Machine by Pink Floyd. Okay, anyways. Yeah, no, I got nothing. Yeah, we, had a co- we had a review of Pink Floyd album. The only one that I've actually heard songs off of other than, you know, the ones that have been fed to me over the years. The entirety um, of Dark Side of the Moon, essentially. Yeah, uh... Piper's at the Gates of Dawn, I think. Oh, yeah, I, very I, first one. I own uh, the album Metal, which has Echoes and Fearless on it, which Fearless is fucking my favorite Pink Floyd song ever. Cool. Anyways, we have an album that we have to put on our uh, rating chart today. I mean, uh, last week we did uh, an album that I can't remember. The Tea Party. Yes. I, I had to like dig through 62 episodes in my head because, again, we have nothing. I don't have anything in front of me that indicates that. But it was the Tea Party's transmission last week. Uh, just barely fell short of System of a Down, passed the perfect circle. So there it is. You could, you could see it. I, I would point to it, but I have nothing to point to. Anyways. Where is Wilco going today? That is the question. Dun, dun, dun. Is it B tier? Is it C tier? Uh, probably B tier because that's just our, our our the thing we know the best apparently. Yes, it is what we do. So I'll go first because you chose it, and that's usually the way we do things around here. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I will say I did score this album a lot better than I thought I was going to. Yeah. So nice. My just without listening to the album, just in my own head, I'm like this is gonna be like. 65 or something isn't it then i like started listening to the album that started to go up slowly and slowly and i found things i appreciated about it and as i said side b saved the score Mm. which my score ended up as a 76.15 god 
damn it. Did I do it again? Again, you fucking did it again. It's 73.77. It was close, but Jesus Christ, like either I am a terrible critic. My ears are fucking I've been telling you that forever. (laughs) Well, I mean, if I got paid, maybe I would do better. I don't know. Toby.com slash right to record. Anyways. (laughs) But, But in all honesty, like, my God, why am I so bad at this? That's yeah, that you, is my done this that a is few my, times now. Like you've picked yeah, an album that I've liked better than you, and also you've I've done that too. I picked them that you like better than me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But like it hurts me. It hurts my soul. Well, anyways, our scores combined through the yeah. power of that B that is seventy four point nine six. Seventy four point nine six. It is just under tripping Daisy, but better than Saul Williams. All right, I can deal with that. I can, uh, I, I guess, I, I mean, I have to because that's the, the official score and there's nothing we can do about it now. But damn right. Yeah, I did. We did that thing again. Uh, and that is actually just middle of the road beat here, too. No minus, no plus. Mm-hmm. So there it is. That's not bad. Okay, I can. Uh, hey, look at that. Another B tier album. Can you believe it? Wow, I'm, I'm shocked. Welcome to the B tier. Welcome to the B tier. We've got mediocre albums. Melody I sang earlier. So it's a new song. <laughs> oh, you're a jazz artist. Very nice. I am. I am. <laughs> don't 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 get me into scatting. It's okay. This part's already been cut out anyways. It's fine. God damn it. No one needed to hear you scat. Yeah, and then it's like this hard cut as soon as I say scat, and then it cuts right off. Shoot it. (laughs) And it's just back to you going, okay, well, we just reviewed. No, this is how we're going to cut. Actually, this is how we're going to cut back in. There, I just shut her up. Are you happy? That is the B tier album. That is Wilco's AM. That is now where it falls on our rating chart for your on Rate the Record. But we're also curious, besides our own crappy scores, what do you think of this album? Where would you rank the songs? Where would you rate the record? What do you feel about this album overall? Let us know down in the comments below, wherever you're listening, because there's comment sections everywhere. Let us know yeah. on social media, all of them, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. All found at ratetherecord.ca. We are curious to know, and we like having these discussions, so by all means, let us know. Hell yes, and please tell me how bad all of my takes are. And I will, I'll note this one thing too. Um, we, we switched uh, audio hosting servers not too long ago, and we started getting comments on the audio. It doesn't allow me to respond to them though. Oh no. Like, because I don't even know what platform they're coming from either. It's because, yeah. like, our, our host server just kind of funnels them down into our host server. It doesn't oh, say, shit. this is from Apple. This is from Spotify. And so I don't yeah. even know where to go. So I'm just like, if we don't respond to you in audio, I'm sorry, but they are being read, I promise. Mm-hmm. And all of them are not being taken into account, and we will change nothing. And one of them you have to respond to, because I feel like it was more directly related to you in Psychotic Symphony. Ooh, another one. Oh, it was nice. the same person, but I mean, nice. you got to get on that because psychotic. Did, did anyone out there watch Psychotic Symphony? No. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Oh, uh, I do just want to take a second to thank. Um, now I don't have the name or the username written down, unfortunately. But if you're listening to this, which I hope you are, um, you'll know who you are. Uh, the fact that you said you commented that you. that we have a new listener just because one of my favorite songs is virtuality by rush definitely gives me more motivation to be open with the songs that i like that i know other people don't (laughs) so thank you 
because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like that album. I don't like that song. But knowing someone else feels feels the same way I do definitely makes all of this worth it. So thank you. At Nicole Williams fan on YouTube. Thanks for coming. Thank Virtuality, you. one of my favorite songs from my favorite album of all time. Yeah. You gained a new listener. Thank you very much. Thank you. Savannah, you do good things. Hell yeah. As when I as think I, I'm as, not, I am. As much as I make you feel like shit, just understand I'm one person. Yeah, exactly. So I'm glad that uh, someone else is like-minded. So yeah, it, it made me really happy to read that. So thank you. Yes, we love pleasant comments like that. Only leave pleasant comments. We only read those yeah. ones. We ignore everything yeah. else. No criticisms, please. Crita what now? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, thank you very much for joining us on today's show. It's fantastic. So if you like what you hear and you like what you do, uh, we see and do and all that kind of stuff, or I don't even know how to word things anymore, like, subscribe, rate, comment, share, follow, all those things, musical community, like I said at the beginning. And, of course, if you want to financially support the show, completely optional, ko-fi.com slash rate the record. All of it found at ratetherecord.ca, including the album request form. And don't forget, we're giving away Radiohead's OK Computer this month for the month of January 2023. So enter for that. Time is still technically valid as long as you're watching this in January. We've do a new album february march april so get on it hell yes Alrighty then i guess we can let you go but i mean one last thing we do before that is we let you know what's coming up next week give you a little mm -hmm. uh tiny bean of a teaser here to let you know what to expect next week and next week is our first request for season four this person actually requested uh the album back in season three but it was towards the end and it was hard to move things so I, I emailed them and said it'll be in season four around the beginning you'll you'll see and if you're watching, guess what? It's your album next week, and you know exactly who you are. Damn right. Uh, so, yeah, it is a request episode, and it's a Canadian band who's been around for oh, about 31 years now, and they nearly broke up bef just before their heyday. Ooh, interesting. When's their heyday within the 31-year span? Who knows? Maybe it was year one. Maybe it was year 30. The Beatles. Oh, they broke up in their heyday. Oh, they, they were literally uh, releasing the best music of their careers, and they're like, you know what? Fuck everyone in this band, said everyone in this band. <laughs> And then you'll right, then I have no idea. I have no idea who it is then. No problem. You'll know who it is by the time next week rolls around because that's yeah. the album we're going to have to talk about. But until then, and if you can figure out who it is, by all means, good for you. But uh, you can also go ahead and listen to other music too. I mean, if you want to listen to Wilco's AM album, by all means, go ahead and do that. But we assume that you already did. Until then, yes, go listen to some awesome music and we'll see you again real soon. So take care, friends. Goodbye.